Unleashing the rising billions. Disrupting tradition. Always be closing. Gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. And there is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Cumby and Alan Witch. This podcast is part of the C-Suite Radio Network, turning the volume up on business. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold, and I'm here with Awesome Alan Witch is in the house. What's going on? What's going hey, on? Hey, Chris. I'm in the house. Thanks, buddy. I always love doing this uh, this cast with you. How are you doing today? Love all the love Alan gives. Just lots, lots of love. Loves, 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 love. Love doing this with love you. Love Friday. Well, yes, it is. Uh, it is, uh, you know, not our normal day. Uh, but then again, nothing's going to be normal about this uh, this show today, because uh, you've got um, well, we've got our team here, which is really exciting. We do. You'll obviously introduce her, uh, but she's been uh, definitely a big part of the team since the beginning of the year, um, which is now, you know, somehow halfway through the year, which is crazy time. Crazy time, but here we go, Alan. Let's just uh, let's get into it because I'm excited about today's call. Don't really know where it's going to go, but it's going to go somewhere interesting, I'm sure, uh, because she's definitely got a lot of uh, really cool things to offer, and uh, we want to uh, we want the audience to be able to uh, to meet her intimately and you know look behind the uh, the curtain if you want. Pull back the curtain on our guest today. You know, we, it's a privilege to to work with her. First off. Um, she's an extremely key, important, you know, person in our in our team. But that doesn't define her. She is an Amazon best-selling author, uh, Foster to Foster. She's also having a movie made on her life. Big, big okay. time. Um, she's a, she's a young lady. She's uh, had some 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 history in her life, and we're going to let her get into that. But she has been uh, an amazing part of our team. She's probably well known to a lot of people in the audience. We are excited to have her on the show, excited to have her on her show, because this <laughs> is her show just like it is ours, so we're excited right. to bring her on. Nicole Zion-Cox, welcome to your own show, the Think Bold, <laughs> Be Bold Review today. Thanks for having me, guys. I know, it's fun to be on this a, side of it. <laughs> yeah, this has been a long time coming, I was going to say, and definitely something we've talked about, but as you're you know, working away and... You know, some really cool things have happened since we've met. And, um, you know, for the audience, uh, I was at an event in L.A. Yep, 
LA and yeah. uh, this young lady came up and said, hey, we've got a talk chat. And um, of course, we were already friends on Facebook, just like so many other friends that I have. Sometimes I don't know it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was a good chat. Never really got to chat too much, um, you know, about what we're doing now. It, you know, at the event, but it was afterwards, which is really cool and really uh, emulates how Alan and I have cultivated and, and built something. And now, you know, this is happening. So I think this is a really, you know, there's a couple of kind of themes going on. We're obviously going to learn more <laughs> about Nicole, uh, but definitely the parallel to how you can meet people and the results behind that, because I think there's an interesting spin that you can bring as well, uh, Nicole, to that discussion and what's transpired uh, from that and, and, you know, what's expanding in, in your world in terms of connections and things like that. Just from one, hey, we got a chat. Uh, mm -hmm. So I want to start there but uh, or go there, but let's start, you know, by understanding, you know, who you are. What Give us some give us some background. You know, Alan gave away a little bit there, but give us the, uh, the inside give us the one you know, track. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm pretty well known for being spread on a bunch of different projects, but I thrive in that environment. You know, some people say you should focus on one thing. I get too bored doing one thing. I have to be doing multiple things. So as Alan mentioned, I am a bestselling author. I wrote my book, Foster to Fosters, and really it was kind of my memoir through the foster care system. Uh, what happened to me, you know, why I was in foster care to begin with, adopted at five, and then back in the system again at 15. So really that kind of, I guess, launched my entrepreneurial journey, um, just becoming an author, keynote speaker, and realizing, hey, I don't have to be stuck at a nine to five that I'm miserable at. I can actually create my own life. I can be, you know, more than what I came from. So that really kind of sparked something inside me. Um, of course, I've made several pivots, uh, decided Know, hey, I like doing this as a passion more so. You know, I don't think I want to do it for a full-time income. You guys helped me, you know, kind of get that clarity as well. So then, you know, I'm really enjoying kind of the copywriting uh, brand consulting industry. Uh, really good at that, and it's a ton of fun. But, yeah, I mean, I work with you guys, Startup Syndicate. Oh, gosh, there's just a lot. <laughs> yeah, you're a lifestyle so a entrepreneur. Yeah, you're yeah, a you lifestyle entrepreneur, but you yeah. do bring a genius, and that is your ability to you know extrapolate the important points of uh, you know a person or what they're doing or a product or a service, and then you know essentially providing the the content around that and you know helping people uh, you know understand exactly what it is or what's being you know articulated or conveyed, whether it's an article or whether it's you know just some clever branding uh, techniques or things that you know based on your experience. But the lifestyle entrepreneur is that yes, you like to multi you know keep multiple things going on, not necessarily multitasking but multiple things going on all at once and uh, you're good at that for sure because each week uh, you know including this show gets produced launched out there in social and just such a wonderful job and she's amazing at it uh, you really are uh, so kudos on that and, and you kind of breezed over a few things um, you know going through your journey uh, that I think is important to uh, to to you know, articulate, especially for the audience on, you know, your still ability, you know, to go through a system that, you know, is, is, is definitely hard um, and uh, to come out uh, doing all these things that you do, you know, your environment was obviously a big part of your life. Um, yeah. How did you uh, extrapolate the, you know, positive things uh, or what were the positive things that you extrapolated, you know, from that? 
um, so that you can still come out and, and be as as um, as focused as you are to grow. Yeah, I think it was kind of when I hit that 17, 18 range. That's really when I started seeing the positives of my story and where I came from. But up until then, it was a pretty tough road. I mean, from as early on as I can remember, uh, as Chris mentioned, you know, I didn't grow up in the best environment initially. Both my parents, you know, really struggled with addiction. My dad was in prison. Mom, you know, she just couldn't care for my younger sister and I at the time, so she voluntarily put us in uh, DHS, so that's kind of slang, sorry, uh, the Department of Services, so that's foster care. Um, so initially, you know, I was two, my little sister was one. We were in two different foster homes before we went to kind of our forever family at uh, four and five. Adopted into, you know, kind of small town. Things were okay. Uh, you know, it's not like I had a bad childhood or that, but it's just a lot of trauma happened early on a lot of that wasn't addressed you know and just growing up I was so different you know even now seeing the path I'm on I knew I was different you know I didn't really fit into that small town mindset closed mindset I guess you want to say uh, so there was a lot of challenges and then I kind of hit my teen years and I just really struggled with identity crisis you know like why doesn't my family want me or why can't I be with my other siblings and I just never felt that sense of belonging or fit in with my adoptive family until later on in life, which is crazy. Um, so I actually finally, you know, said, hey, I can actually choose these people as my family. You know, even though when I was so little, we didn't get really a say. It's like, hey, this is your new family. Embrace it. You know, as a child, you don't understand that. But you get older and you realize what mm -hmm. they did for you, actually. And it's just amazing. But, yeah, that's kind of a sneak peek into that. Well, that's a mm -hmm. that's a big peak, and, and it, you're talking about a perpetual a perpetual challenge. It's not just navigating things outside the home; you're navigating the home. And for most people, the home is a is a foundational place to really help build and give you the tools and the strength to be able to handle what's happening outside the home. And you had both those challenges going on simultaneously. And I got to tell you, um, you you got your your you know what together. You got it going on, and uh, I admire you for that. Uh, and I know Chris does too, and which is another reason that that we are so privileged to have you part of our team. But as you were growing up, um, because you didn't have the the solidity of of a family unit, was there somebody that uh, you mentored with, or somebody that you were to hang on to, you know, present or past that helped you? navigate that or how did you actually navigate the hours during the day when you didn't have the foundation that I think most of the listeners today have? Yeah, I think school was a big thing for me. Um, ever since I could remember, I loved to read and write, which is for a kid that's kind of weird, you know. <laughs> I was actually the one that I was always a bookworm. I was always writing poems or little stories or something. And, you know, I really kind of put my all into school. And my teachers, they were just amazing. They knew kind of my background, where I came from. And I just kind of put all my focus and energy into my schoolwork, did really well for the most part school I took a little dip when I went through my little crisis but you know my teachers always believed in me they just you know had that positive energy and those were kind of the mentors I guess I kind of really held on to and yeah just engrossed myself in learning more and more and just kind of mm -hmm, mm -hmm, sidetracking mm -hmm. myself so no I'm you're not I, a lot yeah, of personal growth in there for sure I'm hearing yeah, a lot growth. of personal growth you protected yourself by your personal growth and by your own education mm -hmm. your own willingness to grow and to learn right. and to 
to to gain to be to be just a big sponge. Yeah. For sure. And and the and the seeking that mentorship through your teachers, mm-hmm. um, which you know uh, again is carried through for you as well as you're you know getting uh, so old now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you know that's a side joke. Uh, the fact is you're um, you know you're still doing that today. You're still learning. You're still growing, and you're embraced into that. But you're taking all of that that you put yourself into, and you're you're using it to good use. You know, mm-hmm. which is uh, a lot of times uh, what, uh, unfortunately, education does for a lot of people um, uh, is that they study it and then they don't do anything with it. They you don't know? apply it. Uh, which, <laughs> you know, for you, it's it's obviously something you embraced yourself in. And, and probably when you were going through uh, that for good reason, you know, it was, it was probably your outlet. It was your way of being and staying creative uh, and having... Um, a world not knowing what exactly you, wrote, you read. What, what what was something like you know, for instance, that you really enjoyed reading? Because that might give us some insight mm-hmm. to uh, you know a little bit more uh, about you, Nicole. What yeah, did you enjoy kinda, reading? It's kind of funny. When I was younger, it thriller like mystery books. You know, I had to figure something out. There's always something. You know, I had to find that problem and solution, which is funny now because obviously <laughs> entrepreneurship. You know, you got to figure out the problems. Mm-hmm. But I was so enticed by that. I'm like, oh, I got to find out what happens, or just anything that had a good story or that good hook, just get lost. You know, in books. And I would, I would hang out at the library. I was like a library. <laughs> oh. I would always just check out books and books and yeah, but mostly That's mystery amazing. stuff. Yeah, did, I avoided them like the plague. <laughs> That's funny. Did you even have a I library avoided. card, Chris? Well, <laughs> you know, I, I had one for sure, and, you know, it's funny. Um, I was never really into any of the mystery or, or sci-fi books, but... Not the Hardy you know, Boys? Would me, no, no, no. You know, it's funny. I always I was very interested in just more of the business or, or maybe the psychological side of things to read, um, but you know, there, there certainly, yes, I did have my own library card. Yes, I did take books out, <laughs> but it, it had to be on my own, you know, terms. Uh, one thing I didn't really enjoy was when I had to read something that I had no interest in, just because everybody else was reading it. You know, I just that to me just seemed like useless time, useless waste of time for me anyway. Um, but uh, funny enough, um, anyway, the uh, point being is, uh, you know, thrill, mystery, it gives us a little bit more insight, don't you think, Alan? I do. I think, you know what it is? At least this is what I think it is. It's an escape for her to to release and, and step away from maybe some of the reality and gives her the joy and the experience in the expression that maybe she doesn't have support for has that now but as the tool to help to help protect and maybe navigate uh, you know is is great and hence you know it's led into this entrepreneur lifestyle which she of course very much is and uh, and I got to say I I am a little envious I wish that uh, at my age I had um, you know your your uh, vision, Nicole, as to as to what you do want and and what you don't want. And um, you know I, I honor your your journey because it has been a tough journey. 
Uh, but you're a tough kid, and I call you a kid because you're my kid's age. So I'll, I'll just, I'll just, you know, throw, <laughs> throw it at that. But you're uh, very much a grown woman doing your, doing your thing and helping a lot of people. Tell us a little bit about uh, the movie that's coming out and and how all that came about and what that really means. Yeah, so the documentary, really excited for that. I don't have a definitive date exactly, but later this year, I'll actually meet my birth dad for the first time and the rest of my biological siblings. So it's really exciting. Uh, I'll back up, though. That kind of transpired actually through a mastermind. So, of course, us on the call here love masterminds. I mean, they're key for growing and just scaling your business. But joined one it was Brandon T Adams mastermind and this one it was it was really cool we met up at different locations we were actually in Iowa when this idea came about and I was just telling my story you know we were doing some prom- promo videos uh, for my speaker reel and there was two there's a husband and wife in the mastermind as well and he actually had kind of the Hollywood uh, video background, so to say, and kind of got out of it now as he got older, but he still had those roots, and he just kind of came up to me and said, hey, you know, I love your story. I want to help any way I can. We really need to get you in front of the masses. You know, I I really want to help you do this. So he ended up having a couple of producer friends, and long story short, pitched my story. Uh, The company really fell in love with it, and yeah, they agreed to kind of come on and help us navigate through that process so it sounds like last time I talked with them it'd be like a 14-day tour schedule so we'd go to different states meet my family wow that's got yeah. that, that's got to be exciting what an anticipation event no it's been I'm like eager because you guys know working with me I'm a little impatient um, <laughs> <laughs> wait a like minute wait, I have never noticed you to be impatient about yeah. anything ever Whatever. Yeah, it's your drive like, to get it done, though. It's yeah. your drive to get it done, yeah, and, and you know that's where your problem solving, problem yeah. solving definitely comes out. Is that um, it's your drive to uh, to do exactly that, solve it, move on, and you like to do it quickly. Yep. yep. Uh, and that's why you know you do a good, great job with uh, your clients, and um, why people really enjoy working with you is because uh, you take that challenge. Um, and you, and you just you know get it done. Doesn't matter when. You're a grinder. There's no mm-hmm. doubt. You just do it. It's just part of you. And that's the beauty about being you know who you are and living what you're doing as a lifestyle entrepreneur is because you're not really you're not really working. You know you're you're working all the time, but it's like stuff that you really enjoy uh, doing. Uh, and like what I say is the nooks and crannies of time. You know, it's getting a lot of things done in nooks and crannies, but also, you know, binging, you know, and getting a lot of things done in in a period of time that, you know, otherwise might get dragged out. And, you know, that's just the challenge that you can put on yourself as as who you are um, and what you like to do. So that's what I, uh, what I think drives, you know, our team to do well is because we all follow suit and we have that harmony where we just want to continue, you know, getting and learning and growing and offering more support to people we know, um, you know, hence our mastermind and things like that. So, Nicole, what, like, are some of the big, you know, real big highlights going on right now for you, uh, just to share with the audience on, you know, not only you had to go through and you know, let's call it have challenges as we all do. I mean, no one's unscathed from that. But now that you've gone through and you've um, you you obviously have just big big aspirations as well. Things that are going on that are, you know have found you in a lot of ways. Um, 
I'm kind of setting it up because I know some of them, but you know, what are uh, what are some of the cool things that you know you can share with the audience? Um, because there's always something, and, and I'll finish there. There's always something that you could look forward to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Right. And yeah. I think it's where you put your mind. Right. I would say some of the biggest ones. Um, I joined a nonprofit. So I mentioned earlier, I kind of did a little pivot and, you know, I decided, hey, I, I don't really want the foster care advocacy to be my moneymaker. I actually joined a nonprofit. So Guardian Scholars Foundation, little plug here, but it's been amazing, you know, to be on the board of directors and help lead some of these kids. So me, that's been kind of my passion outlet. Um, other than that, exciting stuff. So Startup Syndicate, I came on as a project coordinator. So fun to work beside Derek and the team and just really take that idea and make it happen. Um, so for me, and even just that reminder, because I like doing things accelerated and, you know, getting things done and even just being around that team that, that happened so quickly and, you know, we're on the forefront of that. It was just amazing and it still is. So that's been awesome. And course we're doing some cool things with that um yeah i think those are my biggest ones obviously the mastermind with you guys that's been a ton of fun pushing forward i'm really excited to meet uh the new team and everything um yeah and then obviously we talked about the documentary but those are probably my biggest things going on right now and yeah and all have some synergy at that you yeah know. they mm-hmm. do definitely all tell your story and you know what's worked for you and, you know, just surrounding yourself with um, the people, you yeah. know, give uh, some insight to what that means for you, you know, compared to what, you know, it could be, right? It could be very different as well. But, you know, you've right. taken an active approach to surround yourself. What does that, what does that entail, what, you know, to share with the audience of having the right people around you? Yeah, I mean, having the right people around you is it's everything I mean that's where you become creative inspired they push you you know and that does go back into my background you know I didn't necessarily come from that kind of family or that life and that's kind of something I created and wanted more on my own and that's probably why I wanted it so bad because I didn't have that and you know when I kind of got out into the business world and entrepreneurship I noticed you know I wasn't this weird person because I was always so different you know where I came from I'm like other weirdos too you know so it's been amazing because you know I I will never say I'm self-made or anything like that because every person I meet and every relationship and connection it all builds off you know who I am and what the opportunities that keep happening and I don't know it's just so important to have that synergy and support around well you've got a unique I, thing and that you've surrounded yourself with the right kind of people right and, and you've sorted them, and you've taken on, you know, asked for and taken on some of their wisdom and applied and sorted out and sained out what does and doesn't work, which is really cool. And so and then you've moved forward from that. Um, you know, a, as an entrepreneur, you know, we're constantly looking, you know, for new ideas and new concepts, but we're also leaning on the people that surround us, like you just mentioned. And, and part of that is understanding what to do and what not to do. With yeah. some of that history that you've navigated, what are what are a couple of th- of the things that, knowing what you know now and where you're at now and where you see your future going, what would you what would you not do again? What would you avoid uh, doing in in the future? Maybe it was a hurdle, maybe it was a mistake, maybe it was a maybe a wrong pivot or a wrong approach. What would you avoid doing, or what would you kind of audience uh, advice would you give on that topic? 
Yeah, I think a big one would be just be really selective with surround yourself around. So it's really easy to get kind of, especially when you're new to entrepreneurship, everything exciting and you know people will promise you things or say different things and it's almost that kind of lucrative I don't know mist around it you know and it's just you don't know any better until you know kind of thing and so just be really careful um, do your research know who you're working with what they bring to the table and make sure you know who you come in contact with are aligned with your goals your values all those things Super, yeah really really definitely good, good advice Harmony. be careful who you listen to yeah, and, and and true harmony, mm-hmm. you know, at that. Um, you know, these shows go so fast, don't they, Alan? You know, every time I look up, it's like, wow. You know, we can talk and we certainly, you know, have lots of great conversations. And Nicole will definitely be back. I mean, we're going to put this on C-Suite Radio. Oh, yeah. You can find us on iTunes, of course, uh, Stitcher, Google Play, and Podomatic is our main platform. Um, and, you know, Nicole will obviously have all the show notes in here. Which is kind of amazing. Well, we can talk about that, I guess. And you know, maybe Alan and I have to. Uh, is that, that an off? That's up. an off <laughs> mic discussion. Oh, wow. yeah. Can you only imagine what would happen if we you left that? Uh, you know. All right, let's let Nicole. Let's, do you really want us to do that, or would you like to take care of it? <laughs> uh, I think that answers. Yeah, that probably answers. <laughs> Hmm. I'll give you guys the outline. You just put your words in. It'll be oh, there we go. She's playing it safe. I love it. See, she already Plug knows it's too well. True to form. True to form. Hey, uh, before we go no. further, how do people get a hold of you, Nicole? How yes, can they I'm find really... out more about you and work with you or learn from you or get your book or stay up to date on what's happening? Well, my social media is just at Nicole Zion Cox, and that's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Really active on there. I'll engage with you. So yeah, connect with me on there. And then my website is Cox.com. <laughs> it cut out a little bit again. I'm going to fill it in here. Nicole Zion Cox. N I C O L E Z E I E N dash C O X dot com. There you go. Perfect. And you heard it. And uh, Nicole. Um, obviously, we're going to have you back on because uh, this was always fun. And we're trying some new stuff coming forward uh, on a new podcast, which is exciting, and getting you know, the, the Zion Cox uh, point of view. How about that? Did I just make there something you up? You just made uh, something up. Or the Nicole you know, um, perspective. You know, we'll, we'll come up with something cool on our new show coming up, uh, which is really exciting. And, uh, Nicole, thank you for taking some time out from you know, all the – Awesome stuff you're, you're, you have circling you right now. Absolutely. And Alan, always a pleasure. Likewise, my friend. This has been a joy. Real privilege. Thanks, Nicole. A real yeah, privilege. Thank, we enjoy every day. For, for sure. And thank you to the audience for listening in and uh, connect with Nicole. Uh, you'll get a good um, you know, vibe, uh, if anything. And uh, she just opened it up to come and uh, connect on social media. And if you need her help with anything, uh, of course, you can contact her. Have uh, a fantastic day. It wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.